success in the new retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement Podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. All right, so let's go ahead and get to it this week. Uh, You know, it feels like we're always talking about stocks as a retirement option, but are there other forms of investing? BlackRock CEO Larry Fink told CNBC that record low interest rates are a big problem for those that are you know, just trying to save for retirement. Unquestionably, as central banks keep rates low... The savers are getting slammed. That is a persistent problem, and that will remain a bigger problem. We are going to have to address what I would call the silent crisis of retirement. People, you know, whether they like it or not, they may have to work longer because they're not earning the same returns on on their savings. Are these low rates, are they going to force some of us to have to change some of our retirement plans? You know, um, it reminds me of a a client that I have um, that's been my client now for, I think, four and a half years. And she's uh, when she came to me, she was 73 years old. Um, You know, obviously, she's now, if you do your math, 77 and a half. And she came to me with owning almost exclusively CDs and fixed income stuff because she's very conservative. Um, she's, she's, <laughs> she's funny cause she's always talking politics to me as well and, and sending me articles about, you know, what she's hearing going on. And we had this conversation about inflation and how she was losing that battle and showing her the real money she was losing and, and talking to her about alternatives that still can provide safety that can give her that good diversification. And over the last four and a half years, she's, she's now has her last seat that's coming due and we've moved those things into other alternative investments that have provided the better return that she wants but still given her the safety that she desires as well to keep her in the money for as long as she lives you know she's 77 she's in great health and she could live another 20 years and if she doesn't if she's not earning more than a half a percent or one percent then the, her spending power goes you know continues to fall and fall and fall and and yet our our you know people are are spending more money on the essentials you know on your gas you know that's gone up significantly recently um on food and and you know grocery bills and and uh, utilities and so you know inflation is a huge part of what Matt and I are looking at as part of the overall inclusive puzzle that we're when we talk about retirement and helping people understand that over time that they need to be making enough but also have enough in safety and and what are the safe alternatives now that that CDs which was a big fallback for a lot of time for a lot of people for a long time are just not worth doing right now what we're finding is a lot of people have pushed their money from safety over into the stock market. The stock market's done pretty well, and so they're feeling pretty comfortable about that. But we haven't had one of those long down, downturns where the market stays down and is down for several years, um, goes through a recession. You know, There's a pullback that lasts for quite a while. People have to draw money out of accounts that have just suffered a big loss. That's something that a lot of people haven't experienced over the past little bit. We've had two little short-term pullbacks, one in 2018, one in coronavirus, but nothing big time or nothing real Mm long-term. And so the challenge there is, are people a little bit more aggressive than they should be? Have people, is their portfolio become more weighted towards stocks and some of these things that have had dramatic increases that they don't realize that their risk has been exposed or been increased? 
And so that's where you kind of have these these opportunities to kind of say, well, do I need to rebalance? Do I need to look at that again? Do I need to adjust a few things so that I don't jeopardize when we do come to that time where the market pulls back and stays down for a long period of time? Mm -hmm. You mentioned about CDs and you had a client that had a retirement plan that involved CDs. What happened to CDs? You used to hear them all the time, not so much anymore. Well, well it's all related to interest rates, right? Yep. So, I mean, again, mortgages you can get for two or three uh percent, -huh. you know, the, the overnight interest rates that banks are paying that that they're offering is way down because we've had to stimulate the economy. That's part of the reasons the economy is doing so well. That's part of the reason we're dealing with some inflation issues right now. And so what will end up happening is the Fed's going to potentially have to raise interest rates. When, when, he, when they do that, that means CD rates will start paying a little bit more competitive rates. Um, but it might take a year or two before we get back where you can go and get a, you know, a one-year CD that's paying 2%. So, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. But bottom line, that's what's causing this. And so, it's, again, it's forcing more money into the stock markets. It's, it's forcing people to go out and spend money because... You know, money's cheap right now and you can borrow it and you can get zero percent financing for cars and all of these things. And those are all, you know, those levers that the Fed pulls to stimulate the economy to help us come out of coronavirus. But it has, you know, the repercussions that what happens if inflation goes out of control? What, how do we slow that back down so we don't get too overheated? Research shows that many retirees are spending a lot less than they could be. Michael Finca from the American College of Financial Services tells Yahoo Finance that people seem to be afraid to spend their nest egg. What we find is that those who have, for example, pension income, if we were to estimate the equivalent savings value of that pension, we find that those who have a pension spend significantly more than those who have the same amount of wealth in investment asset. So what we found is that simply annuitizing your wealth, and you can, you can get more annuitized wealth by delaying Social Security, or you can buy a private annuity. By doing that, you can actually enjoy the money that you've saved for retirement because it gives you a license to spend it without worrying that you could potentially run out. So it sounds like you're comfortable spending money because you know you're still going to have money coming in. But isn't that the best way to enjoy spending your money anyway? You know, it kind of goes back to the, the title of our radio show and, and the title of our book and, you know, everything that we do. And that's success in this new retirement. You know, um, he's bringing that up because most people are retiring now without a pension. And really all the pension was, was someone else created a plan for you, right? A plan of how much you, you were going to get from a bucket of money that you saved and they saved. And you still have money that you save and they save in a 401k. You still have, you know, they just looks differently. But the planning aspect of it is just not automatic anymore. You have to take initiative. You have to take responsibility and say, I, I recognize I need a plan so that in retirement, I can spend some of these dollars because most people that come in, their number one goal is to not leave a bunch of money to their kids and grandkids. They want to leave what's left, but mm -hmm. what they want to do mostly is take care of you know, themselves and say, you know, whatever comes, whatever may be, we want to have a good life. We've worked really hard. And in order to do that, you have to have a plan. You have to be able to look at and say, you know, these people, you know, the statistics are showing that those that have, you know, don't have the pension are not spending as much because they're, they're likely don't have a plan. And they're wondering if the market goes down, am I going to be able to still spend because I don't know what's happening inside my portfolio. 
And so it's a matter of, you know, when, when people come in after listening to us on the radio and we sit down with them, we're, we're first going to take the time to understand what it is they're trying to do, what assets they have, and then help them understand what they have. Being able to say, look, let's roll back the curtain here on Wall Street, like Matt was saying, and, and help them understand how much are you really paying in fees? What is the actual return? How much diversification do you have? Do you have too much sitting in large cap stocks because they've appreciated so much over the last few years and you really haven't rebalanced? You know, and what will that look like if the market drops and helping them understand that, but then being able to take a look and say, here's how you can build a plan that will give you the proper diversification, but allow you to have a monthly income that allows you to sleep eight hours at night and allows you to accomplish the goals you've wanted and looked forward to your entire life in retirement, whether that be travel, spending time with the grandkids or, or you know, donating time to your local charity or church. You know, I just met with a client that had been listening to the radio for you know several months, heard us, really liked what we had to say, but he hadn't called us yet. And he finally called and we sat down this past week. And he said, you know, I, I'm kind of unique. I've heard you guys talk about it on the radio, but I'm unique. Both me and my wife have pensions. And we haven't claimed our Social Security benefits, and we're still covering things because I'm working at this part-time job. And mm-hmm. and he said, you know, but I had this guy that he had he had recommended this annuity for me like ten years ago, and I'm paying all these fees, and it has this income benefit. And I just don't think I need this. And I told him, I said, look, you know, the people that are considering looking at annuities and other strategies. They're the ones that are saying, look, I'm retiring and I don't have that guaranteed income stream. I'd like to have Social Security. I'd like to have other sources of income that I know that I've got some form of a paycheck coming in. I said, in your guys' situation, you guys have that paycheck because you're one of the fortunate ones that had this pension that your employer provided. And so they're in a totally different position. I told them, I said, based on what you've told me so far, I would have never recommended you allocated money into an annuity because you guys already have your income covered. That's not one of the needs that you needed to pay attention to or worry about in your retirement plan. And he said, you know, I kind of always thought that. And so we're looking at what options we can do to to adjust that investment and get him in something better so that he can get better returns and pay less fees. And so every person's situation is different. Again, someone's going to come in and they're going to have a different situation. But at the end of the day, what I believe creates the most success in retirement is those people that can duplicate some form of a paycheck Mm -hmm. that is consistent, that they can count on, that they know is going to be there five years from now, 10 years from now, and 20 years from now. Because what that does is that takes away some of the paralysis of what can I spend from my nest egg? If it's always just in a big pile of money, it's always daunting. You never know how much you can take out because you're worried you're going to take a little bit too much out, that you're going to spend too much, or that you're going to regret taking the vacation or buying the car or whatever it might be, because five years down the road, you're worried you're going to be running out of money. Right. And what ends up happening is a lot of people don't spend it. Then they get five years down the road and they're like, oh my gosh, I should have done that. I should have done that. I should have done that. That's when we were healthy. That's when we could have traveled more. Now it's too late. And so we try to build a financial plan that says, look, let's make sure that you have the safety, security, protection, the plan in place to be able to produce income. And let's figure out what is this other part of the money, the part of the nest egg that you can spend on some of these kind of splurge or bucket list items or the fun things so that you can do it and really enjoy it. And you're not paralyzed. You're not worried. You're not concerned because you've already taken care of your future income. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. 
Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. 